We're joined now by Daniel Oyafusi. He is a beat writer for the Miami Herald, covers the Dolphins. And Daniel, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate the time. Let's start with Brian Flores. You've been around him for a little bit. We hear the leader of men tag that's applied to a lot of guys that are head coaches in the NFL. How much of that did you see in your time covering Flores and the Dolphins? I think he saw it a lot, especially in this this third season, his final season as Dolphins head coach. You know, we all saw the the one and seven start that the Dolphins had. It was definitely um, underwhelming and, and underperformance, uh, you know, compared to the expectations coming into the season. But, but one thing I will give Brian Forrest credit for is he he really did keep that team together. I mean, at one and seven, everyone counted them out. Nobody thought that they would be playing for any games that mattered in, in week 17. And, you know, before you, before you know it, they're on a seven game win streak, week 17. Um, they're in a situation where they just need to win their final two games of the season to get into the playoffs. Now, obviously, they didn't; they weren't able to do that, uh, getting knocked out in Week 17. But again, when you speak to to a lot of the players, they say that he still had a pulse on that locker room. He he still was able to galvanize the locker room, and in a sense, they kind of rallied around him and were able to uh, kind of defeat the odds in a sense, coming back from that one and seven start to win seven straight games. Yeah, it is pretty remarkable because the Texans were one and seven when they faced the one and seven Dolphins and Miami took off from there and they took off in a game in which they turned the ball over five times. Flores deserves some sort of crown for winning a game despite his team (laughs) turning the ball over a quintet of times. When you look back to that juncture of the season, how remarkable is it that any team, whether it's a one and seven team, whether it's a team that wins 13, 14 games, how remarkable is it just to win eight straight games in the NFL and be the head coach like that? I mean, it's very remarkable. I mean, this is the first time in NFL history that a team has had a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season in NFL history. And that's because usually teams that lose seven straight games just aren't really good teams. But as we saw, the Dolphins were, were a pretty solid team and, and able to kind of turn that around. And again, um, I think that a lot of it's really started on the defense, which was kind of his calling card coming into Miami. We know of um, his extended time coaching linebackers in various positions in New England. And that was the one thing you could kind of count on with, with, with the floor. So you would have the defense together. Now, obviously, the first half of the season didn't really align with that. But again, when you saw that seven-game win streak in the second half of the season it really was powered by the defense and some of the changes that he was able to make with that personnel daniel Loifuse of the miami herald joining us he's the beat writer for the dolphins beat and what would you say overall you know not just this season but overall what's what are some of the most impressive qualities that flores has just really the fact that, again, where I think it starts with his expertise on the defensive side of the ball. You know, if you couldn't count on anything with the Dolphins, you could count on them being ready to play uh, defensively. And I think really just the messaging. I mean, you know, he, he's not a guy who will give you the greatest quote in a press conference, but he is who he is and he sticks to that. Um, a, a lot of times we kind of made a joke about it at times with the media that there was just one day at a time philosophy with Flores, but it was it was really true to himself and it kind of trickled down to the players where you would hear them all always say we're taking it one day at a time one game at a time one week at a time so I will say that he is who he is and he doesn't try to be anybody else that he's not what are some of the most memorable interactions you had with him or you saw him have with players maybe in your time covering this team that's a good question I mean I think that there's this there's this one video that came out early in the season, I think it was before the start of the regular season, and he kind of got the group together. So I guess training camp was dwindling down, and it was kind of this heartfelt message, and he said, hey, I want to let you guys know, I'm your coach, and I'm going to coach the heck out of you. You know, it was a little little more uh, not suitable. More colorful, right? Yeah, more colorful than that. But he said, hey, I'm going to coach you guys, and if you allow it, I'm going to coach the mess out of you. And I think that that's really one thing that you can say. I mean, again, he is who he is. He pushes his players to be the best that they can be, and even – 
in the days following his dismissal from Miami, when talking to players, you know, linebacker Jerome Baker said, hey, um, you know, he's hard on him. He's hard on us, but he just wants the best out of us. Jesse Davis said, hey, he might be hard on you, but that's what a coach does. You want a coach that pushes you and forces you to be your best on days where you might not want to hear. Second chances are a big part of our lives, whether it's an NFL head coach or whether you're a writer or whatever you do. It doesn't matter what walk of life. What might he be able to do better, you think, if he has a second chance at a head coaching job, whether it's in Houston or someplace else? Well, I think um, a big thing that, you know, after the surprise of the of the dismissal on, on Monday, I think one of the things that we heard from the owner of the Dolphins was, you know, collaboration and communication and maybe just going more going forward and kind of developing some relationships with, with members of the organization. And I think that it was interesting to hear Brian Flores talk after the team won its final game of the season against the Patriots. And he said, I, I would like to think that I've learned a lot this season that I've grown as a person. And I think that if there's one thing that he would take into whatever, whatever his next stop is, it's just kind of uh, going, going forward and kind of developing those relationships, making sure that everyone's on the same page in terms of the, the plan of the organization and executing that plan as well. Daniel Loifuse, we appreciate the time. We thank you so much and look forward to seeing you again down the line. Texans coming back to South Florida Next fall, don't know the date or time, but there will be another Houston and Miami matchup. We hope to see you then.